I travel around the United States in my RV, meeting real people who share the same love for racing. If you are into RV life or a fan of racing cars, follow along. I'm here with Derek Benzer, and Derek, you're in the Austin area, right? Correct, yes, sir. So tell me a little bit about what's going on in your world right now related to racing. Uh, yeah. Um, so back in March, we did the Harris Hill race. I raced the uh, E30 BMW with uh, my dad and Rick Hill and Rick Hill's son. And then in May, we did the Hallett race with uh, Joe White, my dad, Trice, and uh, another guy, I forget his name. But yeah, we've uh, been racing a lot. What uh, league we have? That? We do a lot of Champ Car. Okay, great. I've not. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. But and... yeah, we do a lot of Champ Car. Um, yeah, it's been been a blast. Now, is that is that your car, or you're co-driving somebody else's? Co-driving uh, somebody else's car. Got it. So you've had a couple of champ car races. How'd you guys do? Um, March we took, I want to say second and third place home, and I think a first in class one day. I think it was Sunday we took first in class and third overall, and uh, yeah. Well, fun. so that was this year. So tell me a little bit about maybe the history. Like, how'd you get started? How long you've been racing? Um, those kind of things. Yeah, I've been racing for, uh, let's say, three years now. My first race was back during the COVID time. And that was just more for fun to see if I would like it and get into it. And I raced with some of our college buddies um, with Repisoda Racing raced with them they've been racing for a while and you know fell in love with the sport my dad's been racing for 30 40 years so i always grew up around all of his race cars and going to the races and being pretty much his pit crew whenever he were to go to races but yeah first race was uh three years ago and then did about three races last year and then did some out-of-state traveling to crew for dad and the teams he was racing for at the time who was he racing for? Uh, we went to Laguna Seca. We raced with Babo, John Babo. His team name was uh, Lone Star Racers. And uh, he's got an NC Miata, super nice, beautiful built car. But uh, we went to Laguna Seca two years ago. And then last year, we went to Nola in his car and uh, did really well that day. All, all champ car? All champ car, yes, sir. Got it. So, so for some folks that are listening, um, tell me a little bit about how the champ car uh, format usually works over the weekend. Yeah, um, it's a endurance race. Usually, your Friday is a practice day, so you can get your car test and tune. You get drivers in; they can run some laps, make sure they got a good feel of the car, good feel of the track. Then you got the race Sunday. Um, it's kind of weird how they start it. You know, they'll be on grid and they'll start, you know, mid grid. That's going to be your lead car. They'll start front of the pack as lead car, rear of the pack as lead car. You never know. It's like, you know, say they start rear car and you're the first car, you're going to be a lap down already. But uh, yeah, it's really cool how they do it. It's kind of a challenge, but 
you know, we love endurance racing. It's, it's a lot uh, more intuitive than anything. But tell me about the logic. Why would they start somebody a lap down like that? That's just how they do it. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's, it's more to uh, just give a challenge right at the get go. Got it. So it has no bearing on your, is there a qualifying or anything like that? No qualifying at all. Oh, really? <laughs> no qualifying. You just pretty much pull up and they'll be like, all right, well, this car is going to start. That's going to be your lead car. His lap is first lap. So it's pretty cool. How they do it. You know, you can win, you can win some, you can lose some, depending on if you're behind the car, you start second one day or first one day, then the next day you start at last. So it's interesting how they do it, but it's, it's good for just being good. So when you're going to the grid, have you already gotten a grid of position assigned or you just show up in whatever order you get there? Pretty much, yeah. So you pull up to the pits, you pull your trailer up, you saw you uh, un unload it, and that's going to be pretty much your pit position, say, at like Harris Hill. But if you're at, say, NOLA or Laguna Seca, you get a garage, garage number, and then that'll be your garage. But yeah, pit position usually is uh, kind of they tell you pit position as you register. Oh, your pit's going to be this number. Or sometimes, depending on if they do it right, then you could just pit wherever you want. Got it. Got it. And then, um, so your dad's been doing champ car for that length of time or has he been, uh, he, he started off in SECA and champ car. We probably have been doing for 10 years, pretty much when they first started champ cars, when we got into it and we had, uh, our own built car, we built a car with Bob McLeod and it was Dodge this racing, but it was a little Miata. I made like 90 horsepower and, uh, you know, I think one with 90 horsepower, one. <laughs> it, it stayed together, right? Yeah, and that's that's all it is, really. I mean, you got to build the car to last, and a lot of them just didn't last. They break, something happened, just couldn't make it, and that's all that matters is just staying out on track and putting your laps in. How how long are those races? Uh, Saturdays, a eight-hour, and Sundays are seven-hour. Sometimes they'll do a 24-hour or a 12-hour race. But uh, usually it's a seven and eight hour enduro. Is it typically four drivers per car? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the best way to run it. Would be four drivers. You have to do uh, no uh, no more than two hour driver stints, and if you change gas, you got to have at least a five minute pit stop. So if you time it all correctly, you know, less time you're in the pits, the better, obviously, and the more laps you do, the better. But yeah, each driver stint would be two hours for the eight day or eight hour on uh, Saturday. Sunday would be an hour forty five stint for all the drivers since it's a seven hour. But yeah, it's a it's a blast. Do you ever have any uh, close calls with running out of gas? Yes. Uh, funny you mentioned that. Dad, uh, my dad last year at NOLA ran out of gas crossing the start finish or start finish line to take the check flag home really so got it all on video he didn't even make it back to impound to get the car checked out like they had to tow him back into impound after the race was done just because it ran out of gas right as he finished the the straightaway yeah, you guys <laughs> planned it perfectly you can't plan it any better yeah we didn't we didn't want to plan it that close it just I guess it just happened, you know, it was, it was the luck of the draw and luckily it, uh, it paid off, 
but very close call. Good thing we uh we managed to cross the line. <laughs> so when you were crewing for your dad, um, what were you responsible for? And then how'd you learn all that stuff? So I've always been, uh, you know, either like a tire changer or oil checker, anything that kind of gets you intuitive. Um, learned it, you know, just by growing up, watching him race, helping him work on race cars. You just kind of pick it up the mechanical skills and Miatas or piece of cake to work on um i started off crewing pretty much as like window cleaner tire changer fire bottle holder and uh recently started doing the i'm the gas guy so i fill up the cars with gas make sure everything's good but uh yeah i mean i've just picked up mechanical skills along the way from watching dad race helping him work on his race cars and just pretty much experiencing it all what, what's been the most fun car that you've driven on track? Ooh. I mean, you know, it's, there's never really just one fun one or one that's just worse than the other. But, you know, the BMW that Rick Hill owns, it's uh, the 1984, I think, E30. I think it's just a torque monster. You know, you get around on a turn and you can kick it out and play with it a little bit. Um but, you know, that car is fun. It's torquey. It's got power. You can drag race people down straightaways and usually pull on them. Uh, the Miatas, I've raced the Miatas. The Miatas are fun because they're like a go-kart, big go-kart. They handle great. You know, you put the big aero kit on them. And it's just so beneficial to have the aero kit on the Miatas because you can cut at least, I think, proven a second and a half off a lap just by adding a big wing and front aero with a Miata. But, yeah, the Miatas are fun. They're just probably one of the best race cars to get into for cheap. Yeah. What uh, about tracks? Do you have any favorite tracks? Tracks that I've raced on, I haven't really raced on many. It's been uh, currently Harris Hill most uh, most of the time. I've done Hallett two times. Hallett's really fun. Harris Hill is really fun. A little bumpy, but it's fun. But uh, Hallett, you can go into the back bowl turn it's kind of like a blind hill. So you go up and over and down into a bowl. So you got to pretty much shoot your line, right? If not, you're going to be off in the, in the dirt. Yeah. I've, but, I've uh, been off on the, I've been off the curb on that one and yeah, uh, <laughs> somehow didn't destroy a, a, you know, a shock. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I was, I, I had, this is my first time there and I was trying to make a pass and I did, it was just, it was, it was a lot sharper than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I've, I've definitely come through that turn a couple times sideways and it's been like an oh shit moment but uh usually you can round it up pretty good but yeah it's uh that's like the coolest just kind of blind turn you get you know if you're too far you hit the apex and it'll kind of off position you a little bit if you set it up right you can shoot into there real quick quick downshift and exit out but yeah i love i love just that little portion of the track so much fun um, Harris Hill, you know, it's, it's cool. They got the off camber turn on, uh, the back straight. It's kind of fun to do and kind of get sideways through it. Um, is that Mustang? Yes. Mustang, the off camber turn, but yeah, that one's fun. Uh, I recently started practicing a little bit at MSR Houston. We're going to have a short SCCA endurance race in December, I want to say. Oh, really? And, uh, that's going to be cool. It's going to be, uh, 
Rick Hill and his 1984 E30 BMW. So it'll be my dad racing, Rick racing, and his son. And then I'll be racing his race car Miata, which is a SCCA 1.8 liter race car Miata, which is pretty fast for, you know, Miata. Um, I'll be racing that with two other guys, Bo and Logan. And it'll be, I finally get to go head to head with my dad a little bit. So oh, you haven't, done it. Have a, haven't, haven't been head to head yet. We've always, you know, we've been on different teams at points, but he's always the starter and I'm usually the finisher. So we've never got the time to uh, link up in a race, but planning on doing that December. Um, is that, what is that a 45 minute or 50 minute enduro? So that's going to be a, I think it's a five and a half hour. So it'll probably be it's a lot longer. Yeah, so that one, it's a five and a half hour, so driver stint, probably be an hour and some change. It's going to be three drivers, so five and a half hours divided by three um, at MSR Houston, which will be cool. I've got to do some test laps on there in the BMW, and uh, that one's cool because you got that also back turn, that kind of back back straight, blind kind of over the hill into a right-hand turn. That one will put you off if you're not careful, but yeah, that's a fun track. It's a fast track. Have you been to Crescent? Uh, I've been there with Dad, but uh, I have not raced on it. I haven't really raced on many tracks, more of uh, the local local tracks and uh, the one out of state in Oklahoma. I haven't yeah. even got to race Coda yet. We're waiting for uh, Champ Car to add Coda back to the schedule, but that'll be a fun one to do. Well, if you ever go to Crescent... Um, if you're doing the full course, I think it's full course, there is a really blind hill kind of on the <laughs> back side, and you need to aim right because it, it's a little bit scary because if there's somebody spun on the other side of it, you just wouldn't know. So oh wow, yeah, yeah it's 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 very blind, so yeah, that's that's cool. i would I would love to get some more tracks. So you know we just we mainly stick to the local tracks that like champ car does. We like to stick with the endurance racing just because you get uh, more time in the car. You know, it's, it's more time in the car over SCCA, you know, SCCA, I think it's 45 minute races, right? 30, um, 45 yeah, minute races, you know, 20 minutes to 35 minutes, something like yeah. that. So, you know, you pay about the same amount of money, but you get more time in the car. That's the only like upside to it. Really, you know, SCCA got a lot more challenging people, Champ car is more of like good people, medium people than like really, really rookie people. So, you know, you know, when you race with a rookie, they'll tend to not watch mirrors or cut you off or potentially hit you. It's a little more driving cautiously and being as fast as you can. But SCCA is more of like some real high class skilled people that uh, they're all just really good usually. Did you, um, so have you had any incidents? Cause you know, you, everyone gets their turn, but have you ever had a car not make it through the race so that not all the drivers got an opportunity to drive? Yes. Yes, we have. We've had, uh, so this past Oklahoma race in May, Saturday, the car broke. Dad got to drive and the second driver got to drive. And then it was my turn. And we had braking issues. We had to change the brake pads and the rotors during the race. I think I ended up getting like 
an hour of race time. The other guy pretty much hopped in the car for more test laps since we were already in the pits for an hour. We lost so much time. There's no coming back from it. And uh, that sucked. Obviously, you know, couldn't couldn't do any better than that. But, you know, we had a plan. We're going to go back Sunday. We're going to hit it hard. We're going to do good. Hopefully go for a win. And Sunday, as dad was about to come into the pits, the, I want to say, the rear differential arm broke. And it took out, I believe, an axle. Axle took out. Differential went out. And first and in, race was over. <clears throat> just didn't make any contact or anything. It just... Gave up. <laughs> he should be just switched to be the first driver, not the last driver. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that'd be beneficial. But dad's dad's claim that spot. He likes to start the race. He's of course. <laughs> he's he's usually one of the best people on the team to get you out there in first place, and then it's up to everybody else to maintain position and yeah. be just a steady, steady consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's usually how we kind of plan it: is fastest person front. You got some of the mid-range people, second and third, and then you got another fast person to do cleanup. Got it. So, um, what? Any real memorable races for you? Yeah, um, the one that sticks out the most. I wasn't racing, and I was more of crewing. <clears throat> My dad had a, a car catch on fire at one of the old WRL races at. Coda. There was like four car fires that day, and one of them was his. And I wasn't even at the track. I had left the track to go get some snacks for the guys. And our buddy called and was like, "Hey, uh, your dad's car caught on fire." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> so as soon as I got the call, you know, I hop in the car and I'm flying to the track. And uh, I get there, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, everything's okay. He's good. You know, the car caught on fire. We're out of the race." And I was like, "All right, that's good." That's all that matters. You know, I was, it's never a good thing to hear when you got a car that catches on fire and of course your dad's in it or someone, you know, close is in it. It's just nerve wracking and scary. <clears throat> but uh, I think one of my most memorable races, it's probably the first race getting into it. You know, the car I was driving was terrible. <laughs> it was, it was an old SCCA Miata that was beat to hell, you know, the only thing good about it was the suspension. It handled really nice. The tires, though, were flat-spotted and squared. Engine was kind of weak on power. But, you know, the exhaust, I think, broke three separate times while I was out there. <laughs> like, you know, we got black flagged once for exhaust dragging or something. The exhaust broke. And then we pulled the car in, took that chunk of the exhaust off, went back out. Another chunk of the exhaust broke, took that part off, went back out. And then the next thing you know pretty much open header on the track <laughs> but you know the car was beat to hell it's like i said old scca car you know how scca uh spec miatas are pretty much just bumper cars mm -hmm. so it's probably totaled three times in its life <clears throat> but uh you know terrible terrible car at the time it's so much better now but uh yeah, it was just, it was a rough car, but it was fun. You know, first race, you're out there, you know, you're kind of nervous. You don't want to hit anybody. You're kind of just letting people pass by until you get the feel of it. But it, uh, it was fun. It was probably the most memorable race I had personally. So you mentioned there making sure you're not hitting anybody. Do you have any on-track on incidences? 
I have not made contact yet with anybody <laughs> on track. I've, you know, I've spun out a couple times. I went off a couple times, hopped back on, but have not had any actual physical car to car contact. I've came close, but uh, have not been in that position yet. <laughs> Most people don't have a dad who's been into it for 30 years, like your dad. So how would you how would you suggest that other people kind of test the waters to see if motorsport racing is is the right thing for them? Yeah, um, you know, there's local track. I think uh, driveway Austin. You can take your personal car on track and drive it around, kind of feel out actually driving on a track, not really competitively, but more of like just hot lapping your car. Same with uh, Harris Hill. You can get a membership there if you wanted. You can get on track, take your car. You buy a race car, you can take on the track. Uh, open track days, same with like MSR Houston. You know, a lot of tracks, if you get a membership, there's track days you can go to every week, theoretically. Um, but if you're trying to get into the actual racing, you know, you just got to go to the rules and pretty much pick out a car you want to use. So they're, all the cars are based off a point system. You can buy... Pontiac Fiero or something and it's worth 150 or 200 points and you can get up to I want to say four or 500 points before you break out and anything greater than that point limit you get docked laps because your car is considered too competitive at that time and they'll dock you laps for a certain amount of points over you go um, pretty much just got to go into the rules follow their guidelines follow the fine line and uh each car, like I said, is worth different set points. The parts you add on are worth a certain amount of points. So you got to really kind of add points up and figure out what's the best uh, best way to attack it. But Champ Car is probably one of the cheapest to get into other than Lemons Racing. I wouldn't do Lemons Racing just because it's, I don't know, it's, just, it's just joke racing, really. My, I mean, that's what it is. They do goofy stuff, you know, eat sardines and cheese whiz. But, <laughs> but yeah, Champ Car is probably one of the best leagues just to get into and have fun cool cool well remind me again um what do you have planned for the rest of the year rest of the year we have a race at harris hill next month i want to say the 24th and 25th it's going to be harris hill it's just, uh, another eight hour and seven hour then i believe they're planning on doing road america i'll be racing harris hill and i think Dad's going to be racing with the uh, doctor and the E30 at Road America. And that's going to be October. November is going to be NOLA again. I want to say we're going to do NOLA again with the NC Miata with John Babo. And then December is going to be the MSR Houston five and a half hour short enduro. But uh, looking forward to all those. So yeah, sounds great. About four races coming up in the next four months. <laughs> So, um, and then more champ car next year, right? Yes. We try and do at least two to three races a year with champ car, just because, you know, we got usually Harris Hills two times, Oklahoma's one time, and then we'll try and throw in a uh, out of state race just to try and keep ourselves busy. But, uh, yeah, we try and do as much as we can and, uh, that's really about it. It's fun. Cool. 
Well, man, thank you for taking time to meet with me. I know we've been uh, trying at this for a long time. <laughs> Both of us finally have a stable internet and time to do it. So I'm yeah, glad yeah. and um, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Anytime. You know, it was a blast. I want to thank you for listening to Driven to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. If you like the content, please share and like, but I have one ask for everyone listening. I would appreciate more than anything to add you to my weekly newsletter. Simply visit my website, driventocompete.com, and you'll see a form to get on my newsletter where I share exclusive content and giveaway swag. Thank you.